Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24/7 home of the black and gold. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. We're back. We're back. It's been a little while. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm sure uh, uh, for those of you who are fans of the show, both of you, um, <laughs> and that's both of our wives. Uh, right, right. My mom. Uh, we uh, were unable to do uh, a show last Thursday and Friday, uh, unfortunately, because of uh, some technical issues. But we're back. We are back. Ready to roll. Steelers got a win. Yeah, a very good one and a very I, encouraging I think one. We were on our way to both. Pre- I, I know I was going to predict. I did predict the Steelers win. 23-16 in, in, on DK Pittsburgh Sports. I picked them 16-13 in my podcast. Okay. So, so you know, we, we I both figured pre- a low scoring. Yeah. Right. So we both predicted a win. Uh, it, it went over. Um, yeah, it did. I, I thought it would be tighter to the vest, and frankly, I didn't think the Steelers offense would play as well as they did. Let's talk about that. All right, let's start there. Um, they come out, first play of the game, uh, I, th- I believe it was a six-yard run by Najee Harris, and they just blew the Broncos off the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah they did. Set and the then tone. They, yeah, and then they the... did it again, and they did it again, yeah. and they did it again. Uh, Harris finished, I believe it was, uh, they had 19 first downs in the game. Mm-hmm. He carried the ball in 13 of them. I know. And he didn't play much in the fourth quarter. I was just saying, they, they had like, you, you probably know better than I do, because I actually jotted this down and wrote it in an article, too. It was like 14 out of 19 first down runs. Yeah, and he had know, and he, he had 47 like, yards on first right. down, and that included the first and goal from the one right, that he right, got right. stopped on. So it was, I mean, he, he was getting pretty consistent yardage on first down. Well, they clearly committed to it. Yeah. Too. I mean, that, that's what I, my biggest takeaway was. Like, his yards per carry on first down didn't blow you away. Right. I mean, it was, around, but it was you know, between three and a half and four yards of carry. But there weren't negative runs. Right. It was staying ahead of the chains, establishing a physicality. Knowing that Denver's probably not going to run away from you, got an early lead, which was perfect too. I mean, the game script went your way. But even if I think Denver's jumped up seven nothing, I don't think that would have changed. No. You know, I mean, that yeah. clearly was what they were looking to do. Yeah, we've seen um, the, thus far this year uh, when the Steelers have lost the coin toss, the other team has deferred. Okay. It's happened in each of the last two weeks. I actually haven't paid attention. That's interesting. And the Steelers have gone right down the field the last two weeks and right. scored. They. Before that, they had gone 13 games without scoring. That would be my approach, too, if I was an yeah. opponent. Was, you guys not I wonder if that start. starts to change now a little bit because right. they've started, okay, they, they can hurt you now. Yeah, I mean, coaches think about these things, of course. You know, do you, Is this a fast-starting team, or would you rather they get the ball in the second half or, you know, whatever? Interesting. I didn't realize that teams did that, but it's certainly smart. You know, now it might change. Huge, though. I, I mean, to, you hit a big play and you ran the ball from the start. You know, like – 
okay. Yeah, this Harris is something had, here. He had his first seven carries in the first quarter. He had 35 yards. Yeah. I mean, he was – and it was consistently pounding. And then he breaks off a 20-yarder in the second mm-hmm. quarter, and that's how you get, you know, 122 yards on 23 carries. And I'd like to see the numbers on contact behind the line of scrimmage. I bet mean, it's very little compared to the yeah. other games. You know what I mean? So he actually – not that he's Derrick Henry, but – if he gets a little bit of a runway at his size and starts to really, forward every time, then he falls forward every time, yeah. and he's going to punish defenses. And yeah, I mean, I thought that was really encouraging. I'm sure you agree. I mean, it was the best day by far, in my opinion, by the offensive line so far. This Not year. even close. Not even close. Yeah, Roethlisberger. Even protection. They, yeah. Roethlisberger only threw the ball 25 times. He was sacked one time. It was more of a coverage sack than mm-hmm. anything. Uh, I think he, he was hit twice. Yeah, you know? I mean, just and that's. It's funny. I just sat there as I'm watching this. I'm going, "Where's this been at all year?" This mm-hmm. is this was the the recipe. When this is the how season, they drew it up. Yeah, in the off when the season, season started, right. before you know, and they're in the off season. Like, okay, let's, you want Ben to throw the ball 25, 30 times. You want to run yeah. the ball thirty five times. That running game supposed to be fixed. The offensive line, I thought coming into the season, well, though they're young, but they should be better run blockers than they are pass blockers. Mm-hmm. It, Defense will keep it close yeah. and you know grind it out, punt a lot, you know, play tight games. Yeah, I mean, in April when the draft concluded, this was the plan. <laughs> you know, this was the first time we've actually it just seen took the them plan. a month to get there. It took you a month to get there, which really, everyone's so, you know, impatient in this town, but also in this whole sport, <laughs> to be honest with you, because there's only 16, 17 games. You know what I mean? So, boy, a quarter of the season it took to get this thing going. And that doesn't mean they're out of the woods yet by any means. Right. But if it's five hockey games or whatever, nobody cares. Like, right. oh, the goalie's getting ready, the rookie will be fine or whatever. You know, so they're so young on offense. This should have been expected, and yeah. and as should improvement. Yeah, I didn't uh, – you didn't expect to see that kind of market improvement. Uh-uh. We saw some uh, – we talked about it last week after the Green Bay game. Saw some steps there, some, some – you know, Harris had, I think, 62 yards on 15 carries. They just weren't giving it to him enough. No. And then all of a sudden he has 15 carries in the first half. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as obvious to the naked eye or whatever, but I really thought the offense took a step forward last week. Yeah. And this week it took two steps forward. You know, yeah. so and, – and, and there will be some steps back. There's, that's definitely coming, too. And there'll be some difficult opponents, although I think Denver's D is very legit. Oh, they're legit, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a good group. I don't care who they played. That's a good defense that have, you know, been pretty dominant up until now. They've only given up 12 points a game going into that game. Right, I don't care right. who they played. Over four stretch, yeah. including the Ravens, who put up a lot of points. So, yeah, I thought that was a massive accomplishment. Um, interesting to see what's going to happen with the Juju situation and some going forward well, let's things. Let's talk about but, that real quick. All right, okay. I, I actually laid some of that out on, on DKPitsforsports.com. Today, and I highlighted uh, some things. Chase Claypool. Okay. His touchdown was out of the slot. Mm, yeah, good point. The, the 59-yard catch and run that he had out of the slot. Out of the slot, yeah. Um, you can use him there. Uh, I'd like to see him get more aggressive as a blocker. That That's was... the part of the juju you have to really replicate. See, people don't realize this, but juju, when healthy, leads this team in snaps at the receiver position. For that reason only, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, he's They've the best. They've always blocker, had that guy right. going back to when I when I first started covering the team. That was Charles Johnson. Okay. Charles Johnson was there. You know, have him come down and block. You know, seal the defensive end. Sure. Or, Heinz or, Ward was yeah. awesome at it. And, Heinz yeah, right, Ward right, did. Right. It. Um, you know, you could you could go on down the list of guys that they had that, that did that physical, dirty work. Right. Right. And it goes a long way. Yeah. And Juju was was that guy. He was for this team. He was. I mean, not that his other contributions are meaningless, but 
that's why he saw the field more than the others when everybody's healthy. Not yeah. by leaps and bounds, but, you know. But I think good. Claypool has to be that. You don't want Deontay Johnson doing that. He's not going to be doing that. Yeah. I, I wondered. I didn't love it. Do you think, you know, some one of my solutions to the Juju problem was Washington to Claypool on the outside, Deontay in the slot. But maybe it's Claypool in the slot. And I think that's the more. Deontay, don't mess with what he does because he does it so well. Yeah. And watch, I mean. How about his day yesterday? He only had two. He hit two targets yesterday, which, which for is him was crazy ridiculous. Right, right. But they were both huge plays. Yes. The touchdown and then the twenty-two yarder, where he caught about a six-yard pass and just weaved his way through the Denver defense. When they, I mean, he's really a star. If they get a punt there, that you know, they the game might either be over right now or with with Denver winning, yeah. or you know, it's just that that field position that he got them there out to the fifty um, was just. Both of those plays, if you're making a Deontay Johnson highlight film mm-hmm. for They're the 2021 season, those plays are, are featured on there. Like, yes. I mean, Ben's throw for the deep touchdown was fantastic. Yeah. But that's not an easy adjustment, and not every receiver makes it look that easy. Yeah, he was. He, he actually right had, the, he had the inside on that. Johnson had the inside on yep. it, and Roethlisberger kind of threw it to the outside, and he adjusted with the ball in the air yep. and went out and got it. No, no, just in case the safety would – I mean, I thought that was on purpose by Ben, too. Yeah. You know, and he adjusted easily. Um, you probably realize this, but I don't know if our listeners do because I just tweeted it 17 hours ago on my Twitter <laughs> feed here. We, we both realize in over the last three games, Claypool missed a game and Deontay missed a game. But over their last three games, this is their numbers. Claypool has 17 catches for 296 over his last three games. And Deontay has 20 receptions, including just two yesterday, for 269. Yeah, I mean, those are... Pro Bowl numbers for these guys. That's why I'm not three stretch. I'm not worried about them replacing Juju's production in the passing game. No, he has 15 catches right now, and he's averaging the same. He was averaging the same yardage that he did last year, Mm -hmm. 8.6 yards a catch. Right, they can get that. You can use Fryermuth and and Ebron to do Mm -hmm. that, and and and, you know maybe they use some Derek Watt there a little bit more as the the crackdown guy and things of that nature. The only problem is is when you do that. It tips your hand a little bit. That mm-hmm. was the, that was the nice thing about having Juju in the in those. Okay, you got a wide receiver on the field that, and he doesn't leave the field very right. often. You know, you, yeah, and he, and he might beat you over the top if you're yeah. gonna put Ray a on. Ray Ray McLeod's not doing that stuff. Yeah, back to the what to do. I like your idea about Claypool, and frankly, that didn't dawn on me. What I don't want to do is Ray Ray. You're getting a lot more no, snaps. No. I mean, that's how that happens on game day when someone falls. That's and the adjustment that's that they different. had to make because you lose him in game. And okay, right. we got these packages. Ray Ray was the backup. Now moving forward, that's two weeks in a row. Yeah. His, his role expanded mid game, but that's right. not how you draw it up. No, uh, I, I would look at that as okay, because what do you you know if you're the opposing team and Chase Claypool's in the slot, mm-hmm. who are you putting on him? Right. I mean, you're not putting the Hilton type. No, you know what I no, mean. He's going to dominate. He's going to beat that guy yeah. up, and even if you and you then you run behind Chase. Right. I think Chase needs to become a better and more willing blocker. Yes. And frankly, it shocks me he hasn't yet because that coming was his mo. Name, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was he loved it. He was great on special teams, you know. And maybe he got to the show and realized maybe I don't need to do those things. I'm a star. Whatever. I, I don't know. If the, I'm Mike Tomlin, I'm calling him into my office. If if he didn't do it today on Wednesday and saying, hey, yeah. We need you to be big here. You got you, We need you to be Juju. I want you to crack down on Von Miller's of the world. I want world. you to hurt you know guys. I mean? yeah. Right. And I'm thinking of examples in history. I mean, like, Arians had that history where he took Reggie Wayne and turned him into that player yeah. after doing it with Ward. Then he goes to Larry and says, Larry, I know you're a pro bowler, but 
I'm going to put you in the slot where you've never played before, and you're going to block people. Bigger bodied receivers. Right. Yeah. And, okay, coach, all right, let's do it. You know, and if Claypool embraces that, it's going to help a lot. Well, I remember when he was at the Combine uh, two years ago now, mm-hmm. there were teams who wanted him to, to play, be a tight end. Tight end, right. He's got that kind of body He's not much different than Evan Ingram. And if when you yeah. watch the tape of him in college, okay, he's beating up on cornerbacks yeah. and you know, blocking them. And you know, he's a physical we guy. Seen Maybe that he much could do it. it. Yeah. So some along those lines, some of my other solutions are Ebron snaps have dropped because Gentry, who's kind of the he's the blocking tight end and doing it really well. Yeah. There's like three guys I want to make sure I mentioned today that aren't household names that have really stepped up and become valuable stealers. And Gentry's one of them. Damn, I didn't see it coming, you know. So, Friar Moose improving. We know that his trajectory is moving along swell for a second-round pick. So, in a result, Ebron's playing less. I'm not sure it's any fault of his. We know he's not a blocker. But is he much different than Juju in the slot? I right. mean, I bet he blocks as well as Juju. Yeah. No, maybe not. But Not, not on the good. crackdown stuff. I, yeah. I, you know, I don't – like the first run of the game yesterday – Juju lines up on the wing mm-hmm. behind the line of scrimmage and led, led Harris through yeah. the hole. Right, right, right. Like I don't want Ebron doing that. I don't that. want Ebron doing right. that. He doesn't know who to hit. And probably doesn't do much anyways. Yeah. yeah. But I thought maybe he'll get more snaps out of the slot, maybe when 13 personnel with three receive, or three tight ends on the field or 12 personnel and he gets a little bit more and you treat it like 11. You mentioned Watt. If Banner comes back, do you get – three more snaps of six offensive linemen on the field. I I don't dislike that idea, especially to bring Banner along slowly because I'm not sure if Chooks lost his job now or not. You know, I mean, that's another whole conversation, and Haig can do that. So it's a loss, and I'm glad you brought up his blocking because Juju's excelled at that this year, and it's been very valuable. And with the way they run the ball now, it really would have been nice. But he's not the worst guy to lose either. Yeah, I mean, there are some options here. No, yeah, I think think that's – you know, if they were going to lose an, another guy, mm-hmm. um, and you, 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 you can't lose, you can't lose Johnson, Johnson and Claypool. You can't are, lose Claypool. They're the Lockett and Metcalf who yeah. we're going to see on Sunday. You know, I mean, right. they're the they're the foundation of the passing. Game. And I mean, you still have it. James Washington there, who's right. again led your team in receiving yards two years ago. This isn't ancient hit. This isn't like he led it in five years ago. <laughs> this, guy, <laughs> right. this guy is is still a young receiver who's got talent. Yes, who. Supposedly wanted traded because he wants more playing time, and you don't trade him because things like this pop up, and he wouldn't get enough. And he had a, he had a beef because he's a good football player that would play a lot of snaps for a lot of teams. Um, obviously, he was uh, inactive in this game. Do you think he plays Sunday night? And this, uh, this is this something we'll I mean, talk he's, about he's dealing with a groin injury. Yeah. I mean, that that'll depend, um, you know, how he comes along, uh, but. Yeah, I would think that he's probably ready next week. Yeah, and I didn't mean to put you on the spot there because I know we don't know any more. I mean, they haven't practiced or anything, but a recurring conversation this week, I can already tell, Bush, Washington, whomever, do they come back for this one or do you arrest them three? You arrest them, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, with the bye looming. So just curious how that works out. Well, we'll talk more about yeah, this Seattle. Down the week, yeah. The Seattle team uh, down at the remainder of the week, but my God, their defense is bad. Seattle's. Yeah. Oh, I think you're going to say the Steelers. Four hundred. Like, was that bad. Four hundred fifty yards a game on Stinks. average they're giving up, which would be a record. Wow. I mean, there's the a couple. worst in NFL history. I'm I'm on phase one of my Seattle digging in deep, but I mean anyone that follows the league realizes it's one of the worst defenses in the league. 
very generic. One of the highest zone teams in the league. A lot of too high, predictable. They're not even blitzing Jamal Adams that much. It's like, right? If you've got they don't that know guy, what they're doing with him right now, you don't want him in coverage. He can't cover me. Yeah, right. I read an article a week or two ago. I think it was on the Athletic, breaking down real X's and O's. Why is Seattle paying Jamal Adams again? <laughs> you know, like because they play deep him safety. Like anybody else? Yeah. Right. He's, he's they're not doing anything special with the guy. And they're a four-man rush team without any pass rushers. You know, like, what's going on here? And then on offense, they hardly run any plays. They're, like, in the bottom of the league yeah. in plays run. Well, That's not going to go yeah. up with Geno. No, it, it certainly know? isn't. I wonder, it, it, when that happened, uh, Russell Wilson got hurt Thursday night. A lot of the uh, the smart guys out there mm-hmm. on Twitter. Well, who knew that uh, Geno Smith will be the best quarterback in the game against the Steelers next week? <laughs> You still feel that way, guys? Because Roethlisberger right. played pretty well. He had a clean pocket. Yeah, uh, made the big throws when he needed to. They used the middle of the field. Yes, um, there were some errant throws. I think part of that was in that third quarter when he banged his uh, forearm on the. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, on the helmet. his body's hurting. I don't think yeah. there's any way around that. Um, but he back he came know. back and threw the touchdown pass to to Claypool on that same possession. A very nice throw. Yeah, um, you know, I know some other ones. There was there was one that was a miscommunication with with Smith Schuster. He Smith Schuster ran an in. He threw kind of a, a, a curl to the to the left side. Smith mm-hmm. Schuster curled to the inside. Yeah. So the ball went flying out that way. And everybody goes, "Oh, what a bad throw!" I'm like, "No, Juju ran the wrong route." That one, I think you're 100 yeah. percent right. I've been really hard on Ben. I've been really worried about Ben. And by no means do I think, "Oh, he's fine. He's back to being the old guy." Clearly, his best game. And you know, I just said that was clearly the offensive line's best game. Of course, that goes hand in hand. But you also learn this business. You can isolate the quarterback. And he, in his in isolation, was a different guy in this game. Yeah. You know, he was comfortable. He was going through his reads. Confident. Confident. Yeah. Ball came out of his hands much better. Um, there were a couple of throws early in that game where Seattle – I'm sorry, Seattle, Seattle on the mind. Denver yeah. – the def- Denver defensive black backs took some chances and like left their feet to try to get the interception. He just zipped it by him. Yeah, I mean the arm straight throws, yeah, you know, things like that. The Claypool one was basically three guys converging on him. You had to get it in, the, in that in the spot. right spot. Yeah, yep, absolutely controlled the football much better. And then to your point about that juju play, okay, miscommunications happen, but he missed a lot of layups in the first four games. Yeah, I didn't see that in this game. You know, I mean throws that NFL quarterbacks should make, he made. That in itself goes a long way. You know what I mean? I, get, I, th- I think it goes hand-in-hand hand with the running game. Yeah. I think it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. You know, they they, they, they t- took the offense this week. First of all, they had Najee Harris sit in on the offensive line meetings. Oh, really? Okay. To talk about, okay, what's he looking for? Like I said, smart. Runs. Yeah. I mean, he's act a lot different than Lev Bell or right. James Connor or whoever. Although you know, I right. saw some Lev Bell-like runs in that game. <laughs> yeah. You know, Kind of said he, there was one to the right, um, not the and receptions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he had a he had a run to the to his right, and he had one guy to beat, and he set him up, put the foot in the ground, and cut inside of him. Is just like that looked like Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, a two hundred thirty pound, yeah. you know, guy. Because I, I, a lot of young running backs just get it, and okay, I'm going to go over and I'm going to try to run this guy over. And you would think with Harris's dimensions, yeah, uh, you know, Derrick Henryum, you know, and no, he he does. He do that. set him up and just got. Seven yards when, you know, realistically probably could have gotten two. Yeah. And I mentioned the receiving, too. He was alone on Justin Simmons, who's a Minka-level safety. I mean, he's a franchise tag guy. And he runs this Texas route, leaves him in the dust, 
you know, it was it looked like lap. You know, yeah. like and he's just scratching the surface with some of the stuff. Too. Yeah, so you, know, you give him a head of steam. Look I, out. I think that helped with them with him sitting in on the offensive line meetings. Okay, here's Makes what sense. I here's yeah. what I want. Here's what I'm looking for in these runs. Here's mm-hmm. what I'm keying on to know where to you know go with the ball. I'll handle this guy. You goes go yeah. to the next. You know, right. And then you know, I, I think the offensive line. I think that the the game plan was just we're going to go more power running here. Forget this, forget this stuff out of, you know, running all this wide stuff. But you look at his run chart from this game. I bet it's all. It's all. Like 90% yeah. of the runs are between the tackles. That makes sense. And just pounding away. And, and I, I thought that the, the interior line blew them off the ball. Yeah. I mean, I think I think the team and the line and the running back at those meetings make a lot of sense. Realize this line's better firing off the ball. Sure, yeah, yeah. Not longer developing yeah. stuff and – Banner coming back is going to epitomize that even more. I mean, these guys aren't super athletes that are changing direction in space. Just knock that guy backwards, make space. And if Najee can get a couple steps without being touched, he'll do the rest yeah, and it'll work him, out fine. You know, two yards past the line of scrimmage, and he's going to get five because he's going to fall forward. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're going to get If not eight. Yeah. You know, right, right, yeah. You know, I mean, if it's him in a safety, he's going to truck him. If it's him in a linebacker, he might juke him. You know, it's starting to see – I guess that's the wrong way of putting it because it's not like, wow, Najee's good. I didn't know that. <laughs> but you're, I'm sure there's some fans that haven't been to practice. Well, there or were people questioning. You know, right, right. I'm sure you've gotten the questions. Well, you still feel good about that running back fixing the running game? Yep. Yeah, I do, actually. So it's a pick I, I would have made. I had a guy coming after me last week on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I thought you said the running back fixes the running game. Okay. Yeah, right, Did you right. see the difference between that guy and Benny Snell running the ball? That's what I was about to say, yeah. too. And even Balazs had zero yards. Right. You know, Snell had a couple, but it's night and day. And to me, I mean, I didn't. there's so many things to talk about. I would have liked to see McFarland do, you know, when, when Harris was out here and there. If McFarland gets five touches, he's just a little different. And frankly, he's a better ball carrier than those two guys, especially yeah. Snell. Snell's a special teams player. Yeah. I mean, he's really Derek Watt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in terms of what this value of the team is, is he's good on special teams. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, so you know, I, I think they've maybe they found something there. We'll see mm-hmm. uh, if they you know if they continue this this week. again. No reason why they shouldn't be able to run the football this week against no, the they Seattle should. team. They should. And then again, with the young offensive line, you put together a couple of back to back hundred yard rushing games for your for your running back. Yeah. Uh, you know, Trey Turner talked to us after the game yesterday, and he's like, you know, I could just see. I was so glad that that uh, Najee got his hundred yard game. You could just see him on the sideline; his whole demeanor was different. Really, you know, more smiling, more you know. He's just he was unhappy. Kind of a relief to be. He's honest. not used to losing, I'm sure either. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And he's used to you know. I, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I go out there and I have success. And I'm the best, one of the best. And players it was a struggle field, those right? first few weeks. There's yeah. no ifs ands or buts about it. So now you know you wonder where his confidence is at. You wonder where that offensive lines confidence is that like oh hey this worked mm-hmm. we found something that worked now let's yeah. see if you can do it teams will adjust Kendrick Green and Moore don't know what works in the NFL right yet. you know like oh that was fun that, yeah <laughs> I also think the demeanor especially guard center guard they want to put they they're nasty yeah. you know I mean I think they want to be nasty they want to finish plays they want to in the fourth quarter you know I'm running and I'm you're gonna run it right behind me and I know you're tired and I'm gonna get the better of you I mean I think that plays to what they've built there on the offensive line as well. Yeah, so uh, interesting game, uh, interesting outcome. I can't say that I was surprised that they won the game. I obviously was you know, picking no. the win. I was surprised the offense But I was surprised they put 27 points on the board. In the way they did, without yeah. a defensive score or something fluky or something like that, too. I mean, they, they earned it. 
Um, one other note I just want to make about the offense, too, is they run a lot of RPOs. You know, run pass off. Roethlisberger said about oh, he did? half of their runs. He said he, well, he didn't put a number on it. He said when we were running out of shotgun. Mm-hmm. They were in um, well out of shotgun. It, it, was, yeah. it was a lot of RPOs. He said we probably had some throws there that I could have made. Mm-hmm. But we were running the ball. We were running it effectively. So I said, let's keep doing that. It almost felt like, and I know this isn't true because Ben's earned more than this, that some of the O in run-pass option might have been taken away from the quarterback and say, we want more R and less P's. <laughs> I know? think there was like, probably that conversation. Like, yeah. Hey, when we do these run-pass options, let's run the ball more yeah. because we think we can – we got to establish it. Mm-hmm. There has to be some, some kind of – 15 times a, uh, fifteen carries a game for this kid isn't enough. Right. Because, I mean, sometimes you'd see – Half the line run blocking, half pass yeah. practicing, and he doesn't even hesitate. I mean, he's putting it out there and yeah. handing it off. You know, it's not like I'm going to read this end or whatever. Well, there was, there do, was one know? late in the first half where Kendrick Green got called for being illegal, you know, illegally downfield. Down That's why. It's a That's why, because it's, it's an RPO. An RPO. Yeah. And it I hope people the, realize yeah. that by now. Yeah. I mean, you see it across the league. It's one of the It's one of the problems of an RPO is yeah. they got to hold their water a little, or and they don't know. The linemen don't know. Yeah, you got your back to the quarterback. You yeah. don't know if he threw it or not. No, right. You're just going to block the next guy. Right? <laughs> or you, if, you, if the running back's going to be running up your butt. Right, right. You if know. he holds it a step longer, you're running downfield trying to run block. Yeah. yeah. So No, it was good. Yeah. Um, and well needed. Very much so. And it puts them in a position now that we're going to – we'll talk about the AFC and the, the, the picture. Yeah, the, the, interesting the, week in the AFC. Things changed a little dramatically here in the AFC. Uh, and the division might change dramatically after tonight. Who knows? I mean, I think yeah. the Ravens will win, but, you know, it, it already oh, changed dramatically. Absolutely. But we will talk about that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're back. And we are uh, back. hopefully we will be back every day for, throughout the rest of the season. Uh Got these That's the plan, Technical man. issues worked out, but uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll come back with more right after this. Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At s Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why s Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, s Bank is here to help. Learn how s Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com, member FDIC. s Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by J.D. Power. For J.D. Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.